Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You know, when it comes to the, the global scene, there's almost like too much to talk about as it relates to Russia and Ukraine. And so we'll spend a few minutes here talking with our good friend, Professor Matthew Schmidt from the University of New Haven, political science. Uh, Professor, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Brian. I'm doing all right. How's it feel getting back in the classroom? <laughs> it's good. I miss the students, to be honest. That's great. Not the grading, but the students. Yeah, grading's the worst. I mean, grading in like quanti- quantitative classes is easy, right? Because it's either you got it right or you got it wrong. And, and in your line of work, there's so much nuance. It's hard. Um, it's difficult to give kids bad grades. Yeah, yeah, it is, and uh, you know, I for all of you listening out there, I try not to. I try to uh, to <laughs> to to bring everybody up, right? Whatever level they come in at, it's uh, but it's a it's a team effort in the classroom. You know, they're they're teaching me too. I'm gonna give you a menu, and you can choose off the menu, and none of them are appetizers. <laughs> they're all bit pretty pretty heavy entrees. You know, in Ukraine on the ground, every picture I see seems so desolate. You're seeing stories of actually some pullback by Ukraine, even though there's some effort to put out some positive stories there. A lot of people are making a direct through line to aid and ammunition. Uh, then there is the potential for F-16s by the summer. Uh, there's Navalny and uh, his death. There's Tucker Carlson's interview with Putin. I mean, where do you want to start? Let me start with Tucker. <laughs> Did you listen to the, did you watch the okay. whole thing? I, you, I watched the whole thing. Oh I watched the whole thing. My, my wife and I were texting back and forth while it was going on. And, uh, and I'll tell you why, because 20 some odd years ago, I was writing uh, about this guy, Alexander Dugan, whose daughter was assassinated um, earlier, I guess last year now, gosh, it's been going on for a while. Um, because most of the stuff that Putin was talking about in that first half an hour, that incredible half an hour where he was going off about, you know, uh, Rurik the Great and Yaroslav the First, um, is stuff that I was looking at that he was getting from Alexander Dugan and Dugan's uh, work on, you know, uh, on what he called geopolitics, the fundamentals of geopolitics. And it's really important for Americans who don't pay attention to history and don't think that it matters to recognize that Putin is not fighting this war because he's worried about NATO being in Ukraine. He's fighting this war because he believes what he said in that interview. Which is he he believes this is Russian land that he wants in Russia. Right. The the short of it is, so so there's this phrase called the Russian world, and the basic idea is that he believes that Russia represents a third way between Asia and the European West, and that it has to exist 
for, for world historical or for religious reasons, right? God wants this to exist, and that's what he's defending. And that's why Ukraine is so critical to him on, a, on this, this sort of spiritual plane, not just for the military, not just for any sort of economic reason that he might want Ukraine. And that means it's difficult to deter him because he's, he's a, a zealot. He thinks it's a mission not to steal Blues Brothers from God, and right. I. You know, as funny as it is, it's it's it shows you a little bit of his resolve outside of the fact that he's probably a sociopath. Um, should Tucker have interrupted him and been like, "Listen, I don't need a history lesson. This is what I want to talk about." I mean, it's hard to do that well, with such well, a powerful did. presence. He did. He did. He did try to do that. And Putin slapped him down like an insolent student, right? Be quiet. I'm not done yet. You're not paying attention. I don't think Tucker understood what was going on at the time. His, the look on his face was, was confused and, and then very annoyed. Um, and he should have been paying attention. Right? Now, I'll be clear to the listeners here. Putin's history was false. It was a false history. Uh, I urge you to go read a book called Gates of Europe um, by a guy's last name is P-L-O-K-H-Y. Um, Andrei Plochi, and and get the real history of what's going on here, not the distorted history. But the point is, is that Putin believes what he believes. Yeah, it's it's pretty fascinating. I I always wonder what I would do if I were in Tucker's situation. Would I be able to manage that? And it's amazing how it's almost like a prize fighter. How you think you know what's going to happen, and then the really good fighters get you off balance like immediately. I, I mean, it was kind of a brilliant thing to do even if it was really frustrating to watch. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, well, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Tucker Carlson fan in general, but I'm glad that he went and did that because I think it showed uh, the world something about Putin that they needed to see. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I wonder how many people actually watched all of it. I can firmly admit that I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just in full disclosure, Matthew Smith, professor of political science at the University of New Haven. Now, this Navalny thing, I... I it's so obvious that he was killed and it, there's no reason to have him in prison in the first place. And it seems like the world community, as much as they tweet, you know, their horror, like nothing happens. Well, there's not much they can do um, right now. You know, they have to, they have to play the politics of it. If they, uh, I, I mean, what can they do right now? Right. So we've got every sanction imaginable uh, on Russia and everybody said the, the right things. Um, and, you know they're, they're they're waiting. They're waiting for other opportunities, but they I don't I don't blame them. There's there's not much they can do. Hmm. And in terms of Ukraine, you know how much is the? It seems like the tide is turning against Ukraine. I and mean, is that accurate? They're not having. Uh, they're not in a good phase of the war right now. Both sides are facing a couple of big issues. Uh, first off, they need ammunition. They need uh, this is really an artillery war and an infantry war. And they need ammunition and artillery tubes, and Ukraine is far behind. Russia's firing something like 20,000 shells a day. Ukraine is firing maybe 2,000. Um, and, and they need to be able to up that. And the problem with the loss of American aid is it's the loss of those artillery shells. So it's already being uh, felt on the ground. Oh, absolutely. It has, it has been for a while. You've got, uh, you know, I was, I was talking to sources on the front lines. I mean, they were telling me about about units more than one that were literally down to a handful uh, of shells left and having to, to be very careful about where they were firing. You know, the Russians pulled back from Avdivka. I, I mean, the Ukrainians pulled back from Avdivka. 
um, just this weekend. And, uh, you know, so that's, that's what's going on. But right now these are only tactical wins for the Russians. The other thing that both sides are fighting about uh, right now, or not, not fighting, but, but struggling to, to, uh, to do, is increase their manpower. And particularly in Ukraine, the issue is, is whether or not Zelensky is going to uh, mobilize another half a million people. Uh, this is in a you know a population of less than four hundred thousand or less than forty million right now, so this is a big number given um, given the men and the women who are already on the front lines and burned out. So that's really those are the two big things for Ukraine is that they've, they've got to get weapons, uh, and they have to get uh, people, hmm. and they're they're struggling to do that right now, and they have to get that in place uh, or get defensive lines built up before the Russians go on the offensive again in the summer. You don't get a sense that they're on the verge of collapse, do you? I don't think they're on the verge of collapse, but they're on the verge of um, uh, of, of not being able to gain any ground anymore. What, what I mean by that is if they give the Russians time to push them on the offensive so that to, to go on the offensive and push the Ukrainians on the defensive, it means the Russians will have time to build uh, defenses in depth behind behind their own offensive. And, and the Ukrainians will have a very hard time ever breaking through those lines, you know, uh, six months or a year from now, right. which means that the Russians can basically draw the map they, the way they want. We're talking with Matthew Schmidt, professor of political science at the University of New Haven here on Bryan & Company. So this, this story is about the F-16s could come by June. Would those make any difference? They would um, because they allow deep strike capability. So they can, what you're trying to do is attack uh, Russian artillery and attack Russian uh, ammunition stores that are in the rear. And those planes would allow them to do that. It's unclear. And drones, and now planes, just to interrupt you, drones can't do that? It's harder for them to do that. The, the, the drones are slow and they're, they're interdicted more than, more than we know, right? When you think about, the, you know, the Russians are firing 100 drones at Ukraine and 90% of them are getting shot down. Right. It's the same on the other side. So the, the drone problem has been people have learned to manage it on both sides with electronic warfare. Um, so the, the F-16s would be helpful, but it's unclear, right? They're also limited by pilots. So it's one thing to have the airframes. There's another thing to have the pilots who are trained well enough to go up uh, and, and be able to make a difference and not just lose an aircraft. Right. And they lose – and one aircraft is going to be really important. So you don't want to – because they're not going to have that many of them, right? I mean, it's going to be limited. Right, right. Yeah. We're talking in the dozens here. Yeah. Uh, listen, we've got to run. Uh, it's great to catch up, and uh, welcome back to – I hope you had a good sabbatical. Was it fruitful? Everything was good? It was. It was. I got, I got some writing done, and I got to spend some time with the family, and I'm re-energized in the classroom. Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, we look forward to staying in touch as, as things move forward, and we always appreciate the insight. All right. Talk soon. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.